Hello, everybody. Welcome to We're Doom Podcast. My name is Brandon McIntosh. I'm your host, as always. And with me here in his place of quarantine is Tyler Shaftsma, my co-host. Hey, Brandon. Coming to you again. I can't even see you today. I know. My camera won't work on my on my laptop. Things aren't, aren't working. But you know what I look like? Yeah, you look... Are you starting to forget already? We haven't seen each... I think we've only seen each other in person twice in the last month. Both through a window. Only through windows. That's all right. Windows are trustworthy. This is so strange. <laughs> yes, it is. This is so strange that we're in this. We're really in it. Like, for the long haul now. Like, government officials coming out and saying that this is going to last weeks or months Everything for the summer has been canceled. People are going bonkers. There's hotlines you can call. Your cops, the bonkers your hotline. <laughs> like, what's that? That's pretty wild. The bonkers hotline. You got to call it when you're going bonkers. Yeah. No, it's crazy. But you mean like uh, the hotline to? Uh, that's where you uh, tell on people, right? If you see social gatherings, you call the tip there's, line and. There's snitch lines out there. Is that the hotline we're discussing, or yeah? There's all sorts of hotlines. Is, yeah. Yeah, hotlines are big right now. A lot, of, a lot of rough things going on in households, right? People are locked away together. You know, some people like that. Some people are in hell right now. Um, I think we're lucky that we're with people that we love and things are working out. Yeah, it's actually been quite easy. It's been quite easy other than, like, wanting to go out and see my friends and go to stand-up clubs and that kind of stuff I miss, but being at home has been pretty easy with the person I'm at home with, so that's been good. Just kind of both taking it calmly. <laughs> that's good. We feel I feel like we've kind of entered, what, this is probably the fourth official week of self, self-isolation where they really told everyone, you're going on, what, how many days now, like 35 days? No, today's 31, or 32. Um, yesterday was a month. 32, okay. So... Um, I'm not far behind, but yeah, yeah. I, I've been keeping track of my calendar and I couldn't believe it the other day. I'm like, I'm in the twenties. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like that. Yeah. But we've, yeah. we've entered the phase where I feel yeah. like we've all kind of started adapting to what the situation is. At least that's how I feel. I think some people are adapting. I think some people are accepting it, but I think there's still a lot of people that are like, oh, I thought this would be over by now. This is still going on. I'm going to break the rules yeah there's um yeah there's still people thinking that like oh yeah this will be done the end of easter it's like well we're out of easter and yeah still here chill out calm down because uh yeah everyone's in a different situation there's a lot of people who have no job there's people that are still working but maybe concerned for their health because like they're out there in the world still working so everyone's got an issue to deal with but i feel like we're a month in the humans are good at adapting to new situations. So I feel like we're in the adapting phase now to no matter what situation we're in. Yeah. Overall people are adapting. But, uh, yeah. yeah I, I don't, <laughs> I'm pretty sure sales of survival books and YouTube hits are going up on <laughs> how to eat bark. <laughs> I spent my morning watching YouTube videos on how to eat bark. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you put with a, how do you make bark? How do you prepare bark to make it edible? 
delicious you can bo- you can boil it you can boil it into spaghetti if you want bark spaghetti uh, <laughs> you just boil it till it's soft that doesn't sound just good getting nice soft wood going i know you guys uh we can make some canadian ayahuasca you know because that's what they make in, in the amazon when they make it they make it out of bark and a vine so you know there's a lot of plants with dmt in it let's make our let's make some canadian ayahuasca keep watching these youtube videos i don't know if it's gonna have any psychedelic or hallucinogenic effects on it i think you're just taking the bark from trees and not the bark it's the place what's that shit called i watched a video on it all morning um the piece of the tree between the bark and the actual tree it's got a name starts with a c can't think of it right now but that's what you take and you boil it down and what's it and, you can eat and what's it what's it good for it, you'll get some nutrients from it you get some nutrients oh no, you'll get okay no, yeah just if you're starving in the woods so like i was watching a full thing on like what fiddleheads to eat and other edible plants and stuff too but then it got down to just eating bark like spaghetti <laughs> yeah no i've i've been going down this 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 rabbit hole for weeks now i've i actually went out today and picked some wild chives I'm going to make wild chive and bacon potato soup tomorrow with those chives. But yeah, I've been watching all the YouTube videos too. Teach me what the hell I can find in the woods around here. What's good to eat. What can kill me. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. It gives you such a different perspective of the woods. That's where we're at right now is like if food supply chains go down, then people are going to be running out of what they have. Like I've bulked up a little bit, but not too much. But like I got some meat coming next week and I got some other things coming, getting delivered. But yeah, you're, you're saying to me, uh, you're saying to me how much better you feel <laughs> now, now that you're not going to Taco Bell every other day and eating M&Ms for dinner, like real food's coming in. Yeah, it's- it's seriously been a month since I've had fast food or a month since I've a month since I've really driven my car so I haven't spent money on gas in a month um, um, so I am feeling better and I have the time to cook every day so I've been actually cooking nice like three course meals and protein and vegetables and, um, and I feel a little better I guess I should probably uh, work out more that's awesome uh, yeah you don't have to do much like i don't do much it's easier to just sit and look out the window that's true like i've just been going on walks like yeah i've tried to do like uh basement yoga but i don't have a lot of room and uh yeah i don't really have weights or anything here i don't know how to i I tried jogging but i hurt my back (laughs) it's like good start at least i got time to heal we're we're there's so many people out there start lifting your dog yeah you can do that there's lots of stuff you can lift up and put down, but there's so many people out there right now that are, uh, you know, dealing with this for the, f- like, you and I have at least been interested in survival and thought about these doomsday scenarios for years upon years, but there's people that are just starting to think about this for the first time, and yeah. that anxiety's creeping in, and they're like, when is this going to be over? You're not, really. we don't really have to go eat tree bark, do we? But you might. Yeah, I don't know how close we are to that. The fact yeah. that it's invisible is really fucking with people's heads, I think. Because they, you know, that's when the conspiracies start trickling in because it's invisible, you know. And people are like, well, I can't see the big spiky balls outside, but uh, so I'm just going to go outside anyway. And I don't know. You never know when you're going to hit it. Yeah, they're uh, strange. Yeah, there's been a lot of conspiracy theories going on about with this COVID thing. In fact, this whole situation. Any major conspiracy theorist seeing this, just looking at the news feed every day, he is just 
raging hard and just going at it, frothing at the mouth with excitement. You don't know where to start first with all this craziness. There's, there's all the, uh, you know, one world government takeover, this idea of using vaccines to, you know, control humans. There's the whole 5G thing, which is pretty, pretty wacky. It's like 5G has its own conspiracy, but now it's merged conspiracies with COVID. It's uh, it's entertaining to watch. You can almost merge any conspiracy with this because the, you need people need to blame something. People need to find answers. So they're like, oh, it might be fucking reptilians. Yeah, there has been a lot of blame. And uh, something we brought up a few times that I'm sure everyone brings up at some point while talking about COVID is, was it, a, was it created in a lab and used as a bioweapon or did it escape? Well, before then, that was all conspiracy. But now there's articles coming out saying that's not off the table yet. Like, that's still a big possibility. Which comes to show they still have no idea where this thing really came from. There's tons tons of speculation. And uh, I'm, t- I'm sick of hearing that it's from bats. Well, do you, th- do you think that, you know, these evil people, whoever they may be, um, would create a virus just to implement a vaccine to like have some sort of mind control because it just seems like too much to put a virus out there just to get the vaccine out there well i guess if you had con- kind of control over how the virus is was made like uh like at this point i don't think it's it's created in the lab the way it is they're calling it the novel it's novel because it's new they've never seen anything like it before but that's just science who knows what evil science labs are out there making this and you can you know if you look at the what this causes in some people it's different than the others different symptoms uh you know it kills healthy young people there's 90 year old people surviving it it's just like all over the map like you can't track it it's all like you could say it's almost a designer in that way. Like it's made to be evasive and it's made to confuse everyone because you're not sure if you're going to have it. You just have a sore throat. Or it's just unknown. And it, it, because it is new, like I think you got to trust the scientists and the doctors. They're not being paid off by the big banks or drug corporations. They're going, we've never seen anything like this before. And it's fucked up, <laughs> like, and it's taken over. And it is exposed. What it's doing is exposing holes in our economy and spo- holes in every healthcare system and how much they have prepared and stuff. But like, that's just problems. Yeah. We've we're not ready for any yeah, disaster. Whether it was lava coming down the streets or a flood, we're not ready for our hospitals. Aren't ready for that either. No. You know. Yeah, everything is set up in these small intervals of time that's all we're ready for and you know till the next you know series of governments roll through and they figure out the next 10 years or so like everyone's looking at in like their lifetime or less that's how that's the time frame of how we how things change and what they worry about they don't worry about existential threats even though you know that's the one thing that affects everyone which here we are this is this is affecting everyone but they weren't ready for this. They, they're not going to be ready for a solar storm. They're not going to be ready for asteroids or comic impacts. They're not ready for anything. Like, in fact, <laughs> all this COVID stuff is just swarming the news. And people forget that there's other news out there. And there's other terrifying news out there. So that's why I went through some of the news feeds today and found some other terrifying things happening in the world. 
That's not just the virus. Yeah. Like, that's all the news is. Like, the news won't say anything else. That hour block they have for the news, and then all the news afterwards is just COVID stuff, which is understandable, but other things are going on, and I want to know what they are. Well, not really. There's a lot less things going on now because of this. Like, you know, you're not... These news stories that might have been there if we weren't all locked away are no longer there. You know, uh, Jerry, who robbed the, the bank on Tuesday... You know, someone's gonna all these like crimes and stuff. Like crimes gone down, definitely. Yeah, crim- uh, since all this cr- cr- criminals are also self isolating, probably. <laughs> like I don't want to go yeah. rob a bank and, right and, now. And right now we're living in the world where the real criminals are people who are, who are coughing too loudly in the in the checkout lane and like hanging out with their buddies at the park. Those are the criminals right now. Like they're they're handing out tickets left, right, and center everywhere across Canada. As as I believe they should be. Yeah, and I'm glad they are. I believe they should be. I don't know if you heard about this in uh, in Vancouver. This is one of the most heavily affected places next to Ontario. There's a whole group of anti-isolation protesters that have like they they put on a protest like this huge group of people protesting this isolation. And the funny thing is, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Like, they all gathered as one, but they all have, like, a different belief on, like, why they're there. Like, they don't, some people don't think the virus is real at all. Some people think it's just, like, a, you know, it's not as a big deal like the news says it is. And other people are like, oh, this is the government. That virus won't hurt me. So this is all the conspiracy people we just talked about. All with their own ideas, because there's so much you can throw at this thing. But they're all together there at this douchebag protest. And... Guess what? Yeah, they got arrested. They got fined, as they should. And I, and I bet a few of them got fucking COVID nineteen, <laughs> like because they gathered in a big group. And if one person's <laughs> sick, they're gonna infect other people without knowing it. Yeah, who knows? They, you know um, what? They're and and that's what's fucking scary about this. Yeah, these guys are following. Like you sent me a link to David Ike, uh, and his his whole theory about this whole COVID thing. You know the video you sent me was from LondonReal.com, not even on YouTube, because they're like, this video is so controversial. No, it, it had been pulled. <laughs> it got pulled. And, yeah, David David Ike, David Ike is the classic reptilian guy. He's always talking about reptilians. Yeah, he, yeah, reptilians, one world governments. He's convincing. Just kind of like, kind of like Alex Jones, but a lot more articulate and calmer. He's kind of like the go-to for any and all conspiracies. He will link everything to everything eventually. Because he does, it, you know, his talks are like he's six a, to eight hours. He's a good talking nut, but he's kooky. He's kooky and his ideas are kooky. And yeah, um, he, maybe true. <laughs> I know. Like, when you listen to him, I can understand why so many people are convinced by this guy. Because he's convincing. He, he's very articulate. Uh, the information he lays out, whether it's real or not, it, it makes sense, and he it pull it draws you in. Like I was watching these videos he sent me, and I'm just like, maybe the virus isn't real. But then I remember, oh, this is the same guy who thinks reptilians are kind of running the world to feed off of our fear, and they live in underground bases all over the world. So, yeah, <laughs> you, you always have to remember that part. And I kept watching these videos, thinking he would eventually bring up reptilians, but. I don't think you have to at this point. I don't think he does. I think he's more blaming it on the on the five G or on uh, 
you know, the big wigs, the Rockefellers, and they're, they're trying to toss Gates out there and saying he's just trying to fucking put his vaccines out there, and there's probably mind control behind those vaccines. And I always like Bill Gates, so I don't like you know, I'm lear- Yeah, from, from what I understand is what they want to do with the vaccines is... I always is, like Bill Gates. Yeah. He's not looking good right now. <laughs> And it's not even his fault. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's real tough. It's real tough. I try not to read into all that stuff too, but I'm such I'm such a curious cat, you know. Yeah. What else? What else do we have to look at right now? Right? Just to know, just to know how nutty it is, you know. Because like, my whole nutty conspiracy is that they're trying to get us inside so they can set off a nuke. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to elaborate on elaborate on that further, because it just whether we're inside or outside, the nukes gonna destroy us. Um, you think? It, I think it would just be you know just if we're inside, then if they set off a nuke, I don't know where did you, where do you think Trump wants to set <laughs> off a nuke? Russia? I don't know. Like, is this like a Cold War, like mutual destruction? Like we're all gonna go, and it's just better for inside. It's just. You don't need to see what's going to happen, so go inside and you'll die a horrible death there. No one wants to drop nukes right now. Yeah, it's probably not a nuke. I think, if anything... It's probably not a nuke. You're right. If they want to get anyone inside and st- keep them inside, I feel like that's just a way of conditioning humans to a future where we could be possibly incredibly oppressed and... That's kind of the theory right now. That's why they're getting it inside. They're getting us afraid of everyone. They're going to keep us in this mindset yeah. for years before they start rolling out all these crazy totalitarian rules and, you know, just in these vaccines. They, yeah. they, they're saying they're going to give everyone vaccines for the virus, but if, in order to, you know, go on and live in society. But if you don't want to get a virus you have limited access to what society has to offer because now you're a risk and that just because you won't get a virus, you won't get a vaccine. And people are worried they're just going to pick and choose who they give vaccines to. So you're going to have a whole society of whoever you want there and then just this underground society, people with no vaccines, you know, whether they're living amongst the virus still or not, you know, they're going to be living less than everyone else. I think that's what a lot of these conspiracies are kind of pointing to. And uh, this whole one world government, that's been like the, the rollout plan for years. And they've been working on it and developing it. Now, so the, yeah. whole, the whole pandemic, I don't, think it's, I, don't, I don't think it's been released. But I think they knew this was going to be inevitable, this pandemic. And they knew how to, they knew what to put in place. At least they'll make it look like the governments don't know what they're doing. But if there's evil people in charge, they know what they're doing. <laughs> Definitely. But Yeah, and they're doing it just for evil control and takeover. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and these... It seems more likely. Now, these are, are just fun to read. Uh, looking too much into it, it might change your perspective on the world a bit. So it's always healthy to have a tall glass of skepticism with you. You know, always, always wonder why. You know, it's good to question these weird Absolutely. things. But take it as it is, too. Like, doc, you see the fear on doctors' faces and on nurses' faces. And even if it is something, 
that has been uh, evilly put out into the world. We're dealing with it, so we have to deal with it the best we can. Yeah. And we're, now, do, we're, we're doing Brandon, okay so far. Yep. Are you going to get the vaccine? Am I going to get the vaccine? What, a, a year from now, when they finally have it done? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're living in a we'll play it by a year kind of society right now. I don't think anyone has any plans for anything in the future. Most things are canceled, which... Uh, uh, as crappy as it is, it is kind of a load off of the mind. I don't know about you, but like, I know we lost our job. It really is a load <laughs> off of the mind. There's a whole lot less things to think about. <laughs> we did lose all of our clients. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we did lose all of our jobs, but there's a lot less to think about. And I am trying to slowly think about myself more in good ways, not in selfish ways, but in eating better and, I don't know. I think the toughest thing people are dealing with is the the mental health aspect and not knowing what to do with these new anxieties and new depressions that they've never dealt with before. And, you know, yeah. a lot of people are just stuck in their routines and this has been a big kick in the stomach to the fucking routine. Yeah. And that's going to really fuck with people's heads and people don't know what to do. So they're going to start turning on each other. And I think people, yeah, it's like you said, it's affecting people differently. These are whole new situations you've never had to deal with. And if you have anxiety or something or depression, like this is a whole, it's a whole new ball game. But at the same time, it might, it might make you feel way better. You know, maybe everything before this all happened. If you're stressed about paying, you know, you're worried about everything in your job and your life and everything's kind of piling up and all of, a sudden, all of a sudden it all disappears like really gives you time to think oh yeah i kind of i think people observe things yeah, differently i think people who have dealt with anxiety or depression in the past are probably dealing with this easier being like i know this feeling like had now everyone's got to feel what i've felt for fucking years but and like kind of have some coping mechanisms in place to do well with that. It's the people that have never felt this before, never felt alone before, never felt shut in before, and now they're like, "Oh fuck, I'm inside," you know. And there might be a deadly virus out there. Yeah, all the extroverts. Yeah, they're not dealing with it. And and you see it. Those are the people that are jumping the yellow tape and getting fines and stuff for taking their kids rollerblading in parks and stuff, like because they just don't want to accept that something this crazy could happen in their lifetime. You know, these are warlike efforts, and we didn't live through a war, and now we're living through a fucking plague. You know, I know. This is you need a few like you need moments like with how Boris Johnson got the virus and. Like, he's out of intensive care now, but you need someone like that who was just, he did not treat it like a big deal at all. He bragged about going out shaking people's hands, and then he got it. And he got, he got it really bad. So you need, like, people in positions like that to really reflect what it's actually doing. Because people take it more seriously when they're like, how come all these, like, important politicians aren't getting it, or this or that? It's like, well, they are. Everyone's getting it. Tom Hanks got it. <laughs> you know that's real when. How how long are you predicting that we're like this? That we're inside and that we're we're trying to fight off this virus in the way that we are right now? Well, um, one article I was reading was uh, kind of trying to lay out what the timeline would look like, and 
it, they predicted it would almost be in waves, like waves of isolation. So when we flatten the curve and things start tampering off, it's not like they're just going to open the doors on everything. We're all going to go free, right? They're just, they're going to slowly let certain things open again. You know, everyone's still going to be crazy cautious, but I don't see us getting back to slight normal maybe till the end of summer, but then we're definitely de gonna be dealing with a second wave of it, third wave of it. Like, it's gonna be a lot of ups and downs where they're gonna let everyone out, go have fun, and then reel everyone back in. Let them go out again, just with more face masks and gloves than normal, reel them back in. Cause uh, it's gonna be this balance of uh, keeping the economy alive and keeping the people alive. <laughs> it's just going to be like a, a back and forth of that for years, yeah. I think. Do you think this will birth some sort of universal income structure? Like I think it has to fucking be. Justin, $2,000 a month going to stick in place? What I was thinking about is uh, yeah. I think definitely uh, the universal income is something that could happen. Um, but are we going to have to pay back that later? Not necessarily pay the money back, but put work towards some kind of government. With program. our bones. With our bones. It's like, we become soil and green. We'll just, the poor will Pay it back with our bones when we die. <laughs> they don't want your bones, Tyler. Yeah. But like, like, for instance, an issue they're dealing with right now is the amount of foreign workers that come over and work, uh, work in the fields and pick vegetables and fruit and tobacco and stuff like that. Like, that's a big issue they're trying to work out is how they can get people there safely and they have to quarantine them, whether they can even get them there, whether they're the country they're coming from and even allow them because different countries have different rules of who's flying in, who's flying out. So, like, we could be left with no yeah, exactly. real low workers and... No one's exactly putting up their hands saying, like, I want to pick cucumbers all summer. <laughs> it's, it's like, I was, yeah, I was working yeah. at the Ford plant, but hell, I'll pick cucumbers. It's, nobody's saying that. Yeah. So with all these government checks going out and the lack of work that most people don't want to do that's going to keep the world and the country functioning, I think the government's going to just start forcing people to work. Like, I don't mean, like forced labor slave labor like they'll probably still pay him but you're like eh, we sent you two thousand dollars a month for like a year how about you spend a month picking cucumbers or <laughs> like picking apples like do you think that's yeah. a possibility like I, I i can see something like that or some sort of they're gonna try to get people to work on farms and that should happen i don't know it, like it's not hard to work on a farm. No, it's not. But like, if I have to do it again, are... if I have to do it again, you're right. Some jobs might not exist anymore. You might not be able to be a nail salon technician anymore. Yeah. You might not be able to be a fucking filmmaker, comedian anymore. <laughs> like you might have to do something different. Yeah. Or or just self-sustain yourself and grow your own vegetables and do your own blacksmithing and woodworking and. I, I think that's the direction I go before I go working on a cucumber farm. Well, if, if it's just for summer or something. But yeah, you're out in the... You're I'd out, rather outside. get self-sustaining. Yeah, you'll get some exercise. But yeah, self-sustaining is good. 
I feel like everyone's going to be trying to do that, and it's going to be uh, one hell of a challenge. Like, at least everyone's going to be... Like, I was thinking of some of the positive things of all this, even locally. Uh, is the amount of people, they're going to be growing their own gardens now. And, like, really focusing yeah, on the trading gardens. and trading vegetables. Because all they have is their backyard right now, pretty much. Backyard, front yard, that's their life. So, I'm sure a lot more people are going to be amping up their gardens if they've had them. Or starting them if they haven't had them before. And that'll be good for the bees. We forgot about the bees and all this, and every other issue that's happening on Earth. But the bees are going to make a hell of a comeback if uh, this summer. But this is helping with fucking some of the emissions going into the air. There isn't as many jets in the air right now. There's a jet fuel being spilt out into the air. Cars aren't on the road. Like, emissions are down. And maybe that's what we learned, too, that we do need to maybe be less mobile and just work from home. There's going to be a lot of jobs that just switch to just working from home and not being as mobile, buying stuff locally, staying within your community, you know? This is all stuff, too, that's been talked about for years of what we need to do to help save the planet and do everything. And now we're doing it, but, like, we're forced to. And it makes me think of that idea I had a long time ago of the green supervillain. You know, this character who's doing, you know, he's doing horrible things, but it's for the greater good in the end. <laughs> I feel like that's how it's playing out. Do yeah. you, think, you think it could be Bill Gates? You think Bill Gates is a, a supervillain? That could be Bill Gates. Yeah, because like you said. Like a green supervillain. You know, just. Like a really nice supervillain. Just destroy modern society to save the earth. Because it, it's working so far. Like, like you said, there's less pollution. Like, have you seen some of the pictures of, like, L.A. and India? And it just has, like, white puffy clouds, blue sky they've never seen before. Or at least in, like, 40 years. They yeah, some seen of the ones that stars. aren't fake. There's some fake ones going around, but there's some actual good uh, good documentation of nature kind of rebuilding itself. Yeah, and uh, less, uh, there's a lot less boat traffic because there's a lot less fisheries open. There's less... Uh, there's less leisure boating, shipping. less shipping, and that's opening up waterways and bringing in whales and dolphins and stuff. And uh, it's it's, and scientists are thinking like, whales. You know, before all this happened, they were already making a comeback. But with this with this season, that's gonna like, it's gonna do huge things to their population. We have all the whales back. Yeah. So it's good to think of these. Uh, oh. And uh, it's also f- another positive thing. It's uh, it's possibly going to start forcing out corrupt industry leaders and politicians. You know, all these rich people and these billionaires are just going to start losing their money. And that'll yeah, be of course. And, and it's going to be, it's going to hold a lot of billionaires accountable to be like, hey, man, you got a ton of money and you haven't helped out at all. <laughs> And, like, you're just sitting with your money not helping. Fucking help. And I think you're going to see maybe I know. there being some cap on how much money people can make before it starts going back into helping others, maybe. You know? Nobody needs multiple billions. No. And, uh, yeah, that'll happen in Canada probably sooner than the States. What's going on in the States is pretty wild. They just, they're just getting worse by the day. <laughs> like... They, they are not It's the wild, wild west. It is truly the wild west. Wild, wild west. Yeah, like, that sucks. It I really like is the, the wild west. There, there's, like, deals going on on, like, fucking 
air tarmacs for fucking like masks and gloves flying to countries they're not supposed to go to and people hijacking shit like it is the wild west out there the whole planet the entire planet there's not one person on the planet right now not thinking about this like our consciousness is all binding together trying to think about the same thing oh there's some people what's that gonna there's some people out there that aren't thinking about it because they don't know it they don't know what's going on look at that that island in the philippines where like crazy tribe lives that won't allow anybody on on their island or else they'll kill them. Remember, they sound like a missionary. Okay, so maybe, <laughs> like those maybe guys a few people don't know what's going on, but everyone you can think of knows yeah. it's going on. You know, like, it's wild that it's everywhere. Entire world. Pandemic. Yeah, it's, it's hard to forget. But uh, now like I said before, it's not the only thing that's happening right now. Did you know that Chernobyl is on fire? The whole radioactive zone surrounding Chernobyl, uh, it's all forests, but there's huge forest fires going on. And it spiked radioactive levels radioactive. Like, like 15 times higher than what they normally are. And that's, and that's in the smoke, and that smoke is now traveling, and it's heading towards the Ukraine. That's a, that's a problem for them. That's, ra- radioactive waste? Just a yeah. radioactive fog going around? But here's the thing, I'm reading the article, That's and they're like, they, they had to clear out 200 villagers that live within the, the zone. Like, they live right next to Chernobyl. It's, I guess there's like, when Chernobyl happened in the 80s, and they cleared everyone out, there's a handful of people in this little village that were just like, nope, we're good, we're going to stay here, see what happens. And, uh, like, I don't know if these people are all mutants now, but they still live there. <laughs> so, like... Generations of families living there, but they all had to leave because of this. And apparently, they might be the cause of this fire. Like they started it. Uh, I guess people. Started it. Yeah, just like people burning grass, burning things, and they explained it not like they were burning grass because they were doing yard work. It's like they were burning grass because uh, they're bored. <laughs> how many? How many years ago was Chernobyl? How many years has it been since Chernobyl blew up or whatever? Oh, it's got to be close to 40 years. I'm, pre- well, I'm pretty sure that happened in the 80s. Let me check. Chernobyl's, I, I want to say 80s. People are probably thinking, people that live around, I want to say earlier than that. Um, but people that live around there are probably like, ah, oh, maybe it's okay now. We'll start a little grass fire. And the next thing you know... You got a fucking radioactive smog floating around, turning everyone fucking upside down. And then fucking, imagine that was, yeah, 8 and 80. So it's been long enough that people are letting their guard down. And that's what humans are doing right now. They're letting their guard down. And now there's a fucking virus out there. Can you imagine if it wasn't a virus, if it was just a fucking radioactive fog? Yeah. scary. Yeah, that would be a lot worse. At least it would be visible. You could see the fog coming at you before it kills you. Yeah. It's like, got a little foggy here. Oh, my skin's falling off. Oh, no. And that's what people don't realize about this. But, that, yeah, that's not an issue we have to deal with. That's, an, that's a, UK pro, that's a U- Ukraine problem right now. That's a, but uh, there are lots of other problems going on. Indonesia, in Indonesia, another volcano went off. I know we, we mentioned a few episodes back. One went off in Indonesia as well. Well, this one's a bigger one. This one, uh, this one has caused some issues in the past. This one, it's, 
it's gone off before in the 1800s. Uh, it killed hundreds of people living on the island. Tiny islands, got villages all around it, so could have been thousands of people. Um, a lot of magma, a lot of, a lot of fire. Some volcanoes, you know, they just go off and it's just a big plume of smoke and ash, you know, and rocks shooting up. This one's just, it's all fireworks. And I guess the last time this happened in the 1800s, uh, there's so much ash and smoke put into the atmosphere, it actually dropped global temperatures for years. Isn't that what we want right now? Really? That's, so, kind, of, that's kind of like the ideal situation oh, yeah, for climate down. change, right? Solution to climate change. One disaster fixing another disaster. But they're not... Well, I believe that the planet will fix itself, and part of that is getting rid of humans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've talked about that before, man. Just this idea that the Earth is just trying to get rid of us, just actively doing really hard. She's putting in overtime, Mother Earth, right now, just throwing in everything she's got, everything possible. And... Uh, so this, maybe we should just stay inside and let this thing work itself out, and then we'll go back outside and be nicer to it. I think so. I've uh, like we're already learning about foraging in the woods and stuff. That's a good start about respecting nature and going out there and and. I don't uh, know if you, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to respect nature. Eating it. Eat it. That's that's part of nature. Nature eats nature to become further nature. <laughs> that's. You know, that's a, a Charles Darwin said that, right? <laughs> um, All right, so there's fucking, there's a radioactive smog, there's volcanoes going off, there's a deadly virus. What else is going on? Are UFOs coming to the planet um, yet? Yeah, there has been a lot of UFO sightings in the last two months. Uh, very strange ones. There's been, um, someone posted something about seeing uh, a purple light uh in the clouds, though, someone in Pennsylvania. I know. I, I know. I sent you one. I sent you one the other day that was clearly Chinese lanterns. I just wanted you to hear the guy <laughs> that was filming it. Oh yeah. See, yeah, Chinese lanterns. Oh man, look at these lanterns. Man, like, what? What's going on? The guy on that video said he's like, "What's going on? This is why they're keeping us inside because they're coming." Yeah, those are the best it, UFO it videos. Recent. It was during. It is. The COVID. He, it was he, during he the COVID, it. so they're keeping us inside. So we don't see... See, if they we're inside, we don't have a roof... We have a roof over our head. We're not going to see the fucking aliens. That's true. Um, before all this happened, there is... Um, there's a big... There's big sightings happening in the States of what was described as, like, fleets of drones. Like, not like the camera drone like we have, but, like, drone planes. So they look like a plane but maybe six feet in diameter, these drones. And like these are military drones uh, used for all kinds of things, surveillance, weapons. But I guess people in the States, um, back in the fall especially, were seeing just fleets of these, like hundreds of them flying in straight formation over fields. Uh, they were crossing huge swaths of land, out in the middle of nowhere mostly. And uh, you know, they, people would call the airports and the Air Force. They'd have no idea about it. Uh, they wouldn't see anything on their radar. Well, that was happening a lot right before all this COVID stuff. And now there's just there's a lot of weird stuff. There's a series of videos put out. It, it looked like a flying humanoid or a guy with a jetpack, which could have just been a guy with a jetpack. <laughs> but, 
but people kept at this point it's probably just the guy with the jetpack. i know i feel like i watch a new guy in a jetpack every week some new jetpack but someone was filming this little human figure way up in the sky and he kind of looked like buzz lightyear it wasn't like like a jet like an engine on the back he had like two wings on the side uh wasn't moving much was kind of moving with the wind a little bit but then there's separate videos coming in there's one where it came out it didn't look like a person floating in the air it looked like a key like a door key had like the round end and then just a rigid part and that thing was like spinning slowly in the sky and then another person witnessed uh seeing some kind of angel it's like what are they seeing Weird. so maybe maybe if like the the ufos that have their radars on earth or whatever but they always see like all these fucking hot pockets and movement and stuff moving around the planet, right? But lately, everything's slowed right the fuck down and everyone is inside. They're like, hey, nothing's going on over there. We're going to fly over there and see what's up. I know, way, you know, way easier maybe to... Maybe that's why we're seeing more UFO activity. Much easier to abduct us now. We're all in one place. They know where to find us. They know where to bring us back. Now, we're already feeling weird. What's one alien abduction going to do? We're just gonna, yeah, we won't even care. <laughs> yeah, the UFOs. Maybe this isn't just one alien abduction. We've all been abducted by aliens at once, and what was left was this virus. I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. As much of a UFO fan I am, uh, I've never heard any link to viruses and aliens and stuff like that. But it's not out of the possibility. You know, they're, uh, if they're watching us, they're, uh, they're definitely paying attention right now. If they are watching, they're probably like, where the hell is everybody? <laughs> like, what's going on? We have to go in for a closer look. <laughs> That's what I mean. So, the, 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 yeah, exactly. That's probably what's going on. You think they'll save us? I don't know. They might save us. Um, uh, there's other things. I think we got to save ourselves. Yeah, we're we're good at that. Humans, um, we we like I said before, we're very adaptable. Uh, no matter what's thrown at us, humans will figure out a way to survive. Um, situations before where we are literally plunged back into, you know, an epoch or an era, we haven't lived for hundreds of years. But you know, some disaster happens, and we're forced back out into the wild and the wilderness. People make do. Like when you look like the fall of Rome, that, that put people in such a horrible dark place for hundreds of thousands of years in some cases, having to rise up from like a huge empire crashing. But people people adapt. And I think, uh, I think people are gonna adapt to that this. That may be what we're going through. That, yeah. And that's why that maybe what we're going through. And if we weren't good at adapting to things, we wouldn't be here. Like, we're a crazy species living on this planet. Compared to everything else, we're so alien. Like, we, <laughs> how we've evolved. Like, we have no excuse not to survive. Yeah. Majority of the population I see, yeah, definitely can't survive. But, you know, I feel like instincts kick in, you know? I think so. We're just going to have to ride it out and see what human instincts kicked in. But uh, I got to run, Brandon. You got to run. I gotta run. Where are you running to? You're finally getting that exercise. I thought that was a good good rant for you to end on. 
Could be. 